Hey, Natural Born Sisters. Welcome to another episode of Kinky in the Kitchen, where every swirl, curl, coil, and wave is celebrated. You'll hear inspiring stories from women who have left straight hair, wigs, and weaves behind, despite the discrimination and bias, to reclaim their power by rocking their natural hair. Be it spiraled, kinky, defined, or straight. Whether you're already a natural sister or still finding the courage to unleash your beautiful coils, you're not alone, and you're in the right place. Let's get to know your host, She's passionate about inspiring black women to rock their natural hair with confidence, teaching our black natural hair wearing women how to show up despite hair discrimination and biases. She's natural like you and rocks her kinks in the kitchen loud and proud. She's Lisa E, a.k.a. Natural Born Sister. What's up, Natural Born Sisters? It's your girl, Lisa E, a.k.a. Natural Born Sister, a.k.a. Living My Best Life. Welcome to the Kinky in the Kitchen podcast, the show that highlights women who are rocking their natural hair with confidence despite discrimination and bias. Last week, we were talking about the cover-ups. That's right, sis, the good old convenient wig, where I also shared my impromptu with one of my besties, who I've been riding with now for over 35 years on how I use the wig as a cover-up on my natural hair, because I wasn't ready to show the world what was underneath. That's right, sisters. I was not feeling myself when it came to my natural hair. But today's guest is going to show us how to break down those fears that became barriers from us preventing to be our natural selves. She has overcome bullying as a child due to her natural coils. And today, she is giving us bold, beautiful, and fierce vibes as inspirations to us sisters to overcome our own hesitations as it relates to transitioning to our natural hair. So without further ado, I give you natural born sister, Miss Jessica Billups. So what's up, Jessica? Hello. Hello. Well, I want to welcome you to the show this evening. And first, allow me to thank you for wanting to share your story. Sharing your story with others, they can hear what you're saying. It could be so impactful. You have no idea. Like our listeners will definitely relate and get a lot of your experience. So let's start from the beginning of your natural hair transition. Take us on a journey through your story. So let's start out by asking, how long have you been natural and why did you do it when you did? Like, was there like an event that led you to the transition stage or was it just an up in the air decision? Yeah, um, I've been natural almost four years now. I'm coming up on my natural anniversary this August um, the 16th, and I went natural in 2018, and it was kind of on a whim situation. I kind of felt like I was breaking free from a lot of things, basically kind of like growing up in a way, in a sense to me, leaving it childish, look behind in so many ways, and then it was just as I got permission from my mom to move (laughs) to a different town. She kind of like gave me the okay and like pushed me out of the nest to go do what I wanted to do instead of staying here in our hometown. And so I went and got my hair cut. I got it all cut off and I got it dyed too. And I got a lot of kind of like backlash, like you're not natural because you got color in your hair Mm -hmm. and that type of situation. And, And I was just, it didn't bother me because my haircut was like this big boost of confidence for me. And I just felt like I was starting over. Okay. Well, that's a very interesting story, especially how you involved 
your situation as far as you leaving the nest. And I would never imagine, girl, you cutting all that stuff off. <laughs> like, looking at it now, it's like, what she means she cut it all off. But like I said, it's so beautiful. And it looks like you really take care of it. And it's like you're doing a good job. You know, look, the fact that we allow society to get into our heads and someone force us to transition. And I say that because if we had a choice, we would have grown up with natural hair, right? Right. The fact that we allowed it, it led us to not allow us to be who we are. Mm -hmm. So how would you speak to that in terms of your personal experience? Like, do you have an opinion or do you feel differently about that? I have an opinion. I I love my natural hair as a kid and it was just really thick and curly and long. And my mom, she could not handle it. So she permed it and she sent me on. And if, if it was my choice, I would want, rather have my natural hair. Yeah. I heard being mom and, and it was more suiting for her lifestyle. and It was more convenient for Absolutely. my mom. Yeah. yeah. And she can get up and go and not have to <laughs> take two <laughs> hours trying to, well, not two hours, but not take so long having to do my hair. It was just right. like a quick fix. It was a quick right. fix. The perm was a quick fix for my mom. She can get up a working mom and go to work without having to do all the above. Yeah. And the same for my grandmother, because my mother had me so young. Like my mother had me, she was still in school, like 17. So my grandmother was taking care of me. She took good care of me. And it was always a thing in my, oh, it's time to get Lisa's hair washed and straighten the comb, you know, getting burnt on your ears and getting, but my grandmother was really gentle. But there were times when my aunt would do it you know, because she didn't feel like doing it and I would get burned, you know, may she rest in peace and she's no longer with us. So I get it. We follow what our parents do, our grandparents do, because this is what they came from. They feel like if they didn't follow what society was doing, then we wasn't included in anything. So we wanted to be included in everything. But as we gotten older and natural became a popular thing, it's like we can just feel good about it. It's not no shame because I'm not going to lie to you. That's why I'm so impressed with you. Like, even though with me, I was in my, a year and a half ago, I'm 52, 52 years old. I don't mind telling my age because age to me is just a number. When I was 50, I was going on 50, 49, going on 50. And I decided to transition. I had hiccups about it because I work in corporate and there's always implicit bias, no matter where you go, whether it's from Caucasians, even our own sometimes. Because even I was telling my grandmother the other day, I said, you know what, even when we were growing up and we had people that may have worn a natural hair, because there were one or two, you would see people wearing like natural hair. I tell her that we would pick on those girls. Like, why? It's like, why would we pick on girls that have natural hair just because we were doing the end thing, like straightening our hair and perming our hair and things like that. And it's like, I feel so bad, you know, for those experiences as a child, like, to do that. And I've seen a lot of other people do it too. So it's disheartening. It's like, what the hell were we thinking? Like, this is someone who is just like you and you putting them down for where their natural hair, you know, I wish natural hair became popular back then. How do you feel about those days back in the days where where girls, I shouldn't say women, but I even think adults had a plan this too, but where girls in, even in school, like, saying stuff about people who wear their natural hair because it wasn't popular like what's your feeling behind those days I remember being booed in the 
third or fourth grade, I remember it was a little girl. We were in the same grade. We actually graduated together and actually see each other today, like, and joke about it. But she actually tried to cut my hair sitting behind me. And then there was an incident where she put gum in my hair and my mom had me use peanut butter and I used to try to get it out. Now that I'm older, I realized that it was kind of jealousy because her hair wasn't like my hair. Mm -hmm. And I feel like now I could say it was jealousy, but when I was younger, I thought like, why she don't like me? Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel like it was a lot of younger people that maybe wanted their hair to be natural, but parents made the decision to, you know, not be natural. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, um, yeah, I had strong feelings about it. And I can laugh about it now, but as a kid, I was wondering, like, well, what's wrong with me? You know, why she don't like me? And those are two incidents that I can really, you know, recall fresh on my mind about me being in it. It had to be, like, it was in the early 90s. Okay. Yeah. That was that's pretty far back there. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Again, I'm going to keep saying your hair is beautiful because it's right in my face. Thank you. I'm kind of interested in like, how do you manage it? What type of products do you use? Is it every day that you may wear Afro? Do you change styles? Because to me, it looks very hard to manage. If I had all that hair, I would probably go crazy, but it's so pretty. Your mane is just beautiful. Tell me about that. I cannot wear Afro every day. If I don't comb through it, or plait it down, it gets tangled and matted. Like if I have my bunnet on, it turns into the shape of the bunnet. Like whatever is on it, it turns into this shape. So I have a 10-year-old daughter that helps me plait it up and twist it up or braid it down. So she helps me. And um, this is my favorite thing to use. Okay. It's just tap water in a spray bottle. Okay. And this is how I kind of tame it to get it down out of this fro, (laughs) out of this stage. (laughs) And so we spritz it down. We use your regular, like, dollar store products. Hair mayonnaise, whatever brand. The oil sheens. We use shea butter to moisturize it. We spritz it down. Then we rub shea butter through it to lock in the moisture. Mm -hmm. And then if we twist, then we'll twist, like, coat it with the hair mayonnaise and kind of, like, twist it down so it can have that moisture and that bounce to it. And we do not use shampoo. Because I found like that when we put the shampoo in, it gets kind of heavy mm-hmm. and then it strips all of that oil from that you've been trying to lock in. So we use baby wash because it's real mild to clean the scab and to clean the hair and, you know, remove those products, but not remove so much oil. So we use baby wash with baby shampoo or baby wash. And then we use conditioner, any kind of conditioner, as long as it doesn't have like the combined shampoo in it. Like the two-in-one, we just use any kind of shampoo. I don't care if it's 50 cents. Like, we love conditioner. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think conditioner is, like, the number one thing to, like, whatever you did to it, it'll bring it back for you. But oh, let yeah. me ask you, do you do the, like, do you have a routine? Is it daily that you put products, like, certain products in your hair? Or is it something, like, once a week? How often do you put products in your hair? We use um, twice a week. Okay. Maybe on a weekend, we'll, mm-hmm. we'll take it down. Like if it's Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, those are mostly my days because it's me and my three children. We're all natural. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it takes a few days in it. And I'm normally the last person. In, and that's another reason I love my fro because I don't have to pay anybody to do it. It's just easy. It's quick and 
it's cute. <laughs> it's yeah. still cute. And it, it's real it's effortless. It looks like it takes a lot of work, but it doesn't. Yeah, and then okay. I'm just 32, but I'm starting to get the gray hair and the baby hair. Mm-hmm. It's like all in the baby hair. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it has that. But I'm not ashamed of it because okay, I, I wear puffs. I wear puffs and it's just all in the baby hair. That's where I'm getting it at. <laughs> I love when you pull your hair back because I can see your whole beautiful face. But I also love the cover. Up. Like if I had to choose, I couldn't choose one. That's how beautiful it is. Now that you mentioned gray, I've been gray since I was in my 20s. And I don't know why, because no one else in my family has been gray that young. And I never embraced my gray because I'm like, I'm only in my 20s. Why would I want to do that for? But I remember gray started becoming popular in my early 40s. And I was like, wow, where was this when I wasn't feeling it? You know, now I'm feeling it. I see all these styles, girl. And then I even wore like gray wigs. I used to get like custom wigs done, like certain styles I wanted to rock, you know, like even though I covered my hair, I still embrace gray, but with somebody else's hair on my head. <laughs> but for me, having gray and natural hair was a double negative. So it was like, okay, being natural was one thing. To me, in my opinion, it was. Being natural is one thing, and it's hard to come out with around the time that I wanted to come out with it. And then being gray on top of that, it's like a double negative because I refuse to dye my hair because my hair is very fragile. So styling it for me, it takes a lot because I want to make sure I'm not breaking it off or I'm not doing anything rough to my hair. It may look thick, but it's very thin to me. And my hairdresser, she'll say, oh, Lisa, don't worry about it. It's getting thick. I'm like, what do you see is getting thick as the same way when I came in here? It's just like styling. Certain styling makes it look, you know, there's perception in natural hair. And that's what I love because you can have thin hair and you can create a style where it may look thick like my example and for the most part I like to wear my hair like this or mohawk most of the time I don't wear this and I just have the sides pushed up like combed up I tried the afro girl and it did not work for me so maybe one day you're gonna have to show me how you do yours oh yeah this is my friend that's your friend a double pick it's like a lifter and and it's about all my pickets are broke, <laughs> but <laughs> it's a double uh-huh. lift pick. Okay. So as I'm thinking about you picking, I'm assuming the way, because you have the hair in front as well, because it looks like it's really pretty like this. So I guess you pick it like forward to get that effect that you have almost like bangs, but not really, but just having it come. Okay. That's nice. A lot of people want to know how to do that. And I can guess I, can the I main. Show you something. Yeah. <laughs> this is my game changer, and I made sure I had it. Ah. <laughs> it's a blow dryer brush. Uh huh. And I like instead of like brushing through my fro, I like pick it with the brush. Ah. <laughs> and then I don't pull it all the way through. Like I just go up and down a little bit, mm-hmm. and I don't go all the way to the ends with it. And that's that's my game changer for days when I've had a bunnet on or slept with my fro out. (laughs) But yeah, that's my game changer. Oh, wow. I've never seen a brush like that. Where'd you get it from? I got it from my local Walmart. Okay. (laughs) So if anybody wanted to get one, go to your local Walmart, guys. They should have it. 
So Jessica, you had a really interesting journey during your transition, and I love it. And the fact that you even share with us your experience with bullying, I just feel like I'm so grateful for you. There might be somebody out there that has gone through the same thing that you have, or it's going through it now. And I've also heard of adult bullying as well. And it's just ridiculous to me. And I just wanted to let you know that no matter what happened, and I know you know this already, you are beautiful. You're even beautiful inside. Because when I saw you on Facebook and I saw your picture, I'm like, God, I got to have her. I got to have her on the show. Right. And as you and I communicated back and forth, I said, she's real. I could tell she's real chill. Like she's a real beautiful person. And now actually seeing it. Oh my God. So I thank you for that presence right there. I just hope that everything that you go through natural hair or not in life with your kids, you totally blessed with three beautiful children. I think that there's some good things to come for you in the future. So anything else you want us to know about your hair journey? Anything you want to share? Yeah. When I first went natural, I like went into the bathroom and I was like, what did I do? And it was more so the color because it was just like this. It was supposed to be like a copper kind of brownish looking color, ginger maybe. But it was like this orangey red fire looking color. And I was like, what did I do? And then I had got a part cut in the side and I'm like, oh my God, is it going to grow out? Is it gonna Wait, you had away? an actual part cut in there? Mm-hmm. Purposely. Okay. Okay. Yeah, purposely. And I was like, <laughs> like the old school yeah, style, yeah, like yeah. the guys used to have. I had to get used to it. And as I went out more in public, it was like, I had got a lot of more positivity than negative. And it just grew on me. And me and my friend, we went out and she had had a big fro. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wish my hair was like that. And this is what put the icing on the cake. We went to the restroom, you know, we doubled up, went to the restroom together at this place. And I'm going to say these girls of a different race had a totally different attitude. And they saw us and they saw us like, look at the queen, look at the queen. And they was just like, you know, they probably were intoxicated, but it was their true feelings. And they really liked the look. And you could tell they were genuine. They were not teasing. And I was like, mm, boom, that's it. I'm growing it out. I'm going to keep it. I'm doing the same thing. So, yeah. And that was my positive experience about it. Now, there are some negative experiences about it. I went to a predominant white church, if I could say that. Yeah, um, definitely. And I have had some people like, wow, I love your hair. And then I have gotten some looks. And I know what those looks were with like what is she doing here? And then I became a children's teacher. And a lot of the kids, they just love me and my hair. But more adults will be like, who is this in here with my children? It kind of looked like, what are you doing here? Or So yeah, I have had the negative. Um, you can just feel it. You can feel the negative And it's not like you, who wants to feel that? Right. Who wants to feel that? So it's not something that I already had in me or I was anticipating. It was just like, okay, whoa. But still remain confident because I know who I am and I like it. So I don't care. I had to grow into who I am already. And knowing who you are is a big thing in natural hair because this is us. This is me. That's right. And I don't have to change it. I don't have to alternate it because you want me to look a certain type of way. Right. Absolutely. I totally agree. And I have a question regarding that. If that moment didn't happen for you when you came out like as the queen and everything, do you think you would 
feel the same way you do now as far as your natural hair? Or was that like an extra bump that put you in this place where you are now? Tell me about it. It was just the extra booth. It was like a hype me up situation. Okay, then, you know, it was also a a confirming situation. Like, okay, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to continue to do and I'm going to continue to let it grow out and I'm not going to cover it up. Because when I had my first child 10 years ago, I wasn't natural. And I was like, (laughs) I was half and half. I was still had the perm going on and I still, and it was growing out and I wasn't permanent anymore. But because I was the first time mom, I didn't have the time managing. I didn't know how to manage my hair and do the mommy thing at the same time. So I wear a lot of wigs too. And I think because I wasn't braiding my hair down and then, like I said, I was like half and half, Mm -hmm. my hair broke out a lot. And then I think like the less exposure to the sun and getting the vitamins straight, like the direct vitamin D from the sun, my hair broke out really, really bad. And that was another determining decision for me. Like that's the factor for me to go ahead and cut my hair off because I was like, had the scringy permed ends and then I had the natural roots. Right. So yeah, I wear a lot of wigs when my first born because I'm like, okay, I stuff this wig on and I'm be cute <laughs> and I don't have to worry about combing my hair and she looks good and her hair is done. So yeah, that's where I was at. Okay. One more thing. What really inspires me now is my children, the younger people because now they see me and I, I could be in a grocery store and they could be like, oh, I love your hair. And it's a lot of younger kids. It's a lot of young ladies. And I could say, well, thank you. And I just want to be the example for you because you don't have to be ashamed to wear your real hair. You don't have to be like these ladies that you see on the videos. There's nothing wrong with it. If you want to wear a sew-in or perm your hair, color, whatever you want to do with it, it's okay. But if you want to wear your hair natural like mine, it's okay. And I love being that example. And you are. You are the best example. So speaking of kids, since you brought them up, do you think they'll follow in your footsteps, the girls? Yeah. Okay. My daughter has wigs, Afro wigs, because mm-hmm. she, I don't let her wear her hair out a lot because it's really hard with kids running around playing and gymnastics rolling on the floor and mopping the floor with your hair that's what I say <laughs> don't clean the floor with your hair right. they have all, yeah so she have these afro wigs that she likes to play in that sounds fun <laughs> what about the other one how old is she she's one well she's one she's gonna be like really in there because now you like really in there because you started going at you while your 10 year old was growing up but now the one-year-old, she's going into it. So that's the best part of it. That's going to be so cool. And then I my love son, it. My son, he has more hair than both of them. All Get out of here. Hair. Even though I have gotten his, the sides cut, because everybody's like, you, oh, your girls, hey, girls, hey, girls. And I'm, he's like, I'm a boy. And, I, <laughs> and so I didn't want to cut his hair. And I was like, okay, we're going to get the sides cut. And then he's just like so hard. It's hard to get his hair combed. He cries. It's the only time he cries. He can karate kick and chop boys and do everything else. And when it comes to his hair, he cries. But when we go to the barbershop, I'm like, okay, you ready to get your hair cut? He's like, no, I want my hair. So I'm trying to balance that and let him make his kind of own decision, even though I'm the parent. But I don't want to traumatize him and just like cut it off. So it's a balance. Yeah, he doesn't. He likes to go get the lineup and the little designs or something on the side, but he likes his hair and it's really long and thick. And I don't have nothing on him. Wow, really? Oh, wow. 
That's nice. Because I was going to say, okay, since he doesn't like when you comb it and it hurts, does he want it? But it looks like he wants his hair, but he doesn't want to go with what comes with it. I get it. I get it, bro. And so now (laughs) it's crazy because I have two girls. I can do their hair. But if I pay someone to do his hair, I got to double pay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that means haircut in line mm-hmm. and then style. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I'm not doing it. You the boy out of the group. Right. Okay. It's supposed to be yeah. easier. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, YouTube and a lot of online videos have been my best friend with learning how to do these different natural styles. And then my daughter with the balance, like almost a teen, I have to see like what kind of styles I'm going to do on her. That's nice. Say blessed to have you because I'm so, like you said, I'm so happy to see our next generation go into natural. You know, I wish I, it started in my generation, but we take what we can get, you know, and if it has to start here, then so be it. At least it's starting, you know, it's something, this is our identity. This is us, you know, we're not European. We're not, we don't have those type of hair. Our tresses are unique in its own way. And it, like with yours, yours is uniquely shaped. They can't do like what we do with our hair. And they know it. They know it, you know? Yeah, I get that all the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. I get that all the time. Like, how did you do this? Like, it just happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this happens. And then I can wash it and go through it. And it's just as curly and bouncy. Like, it's nothing like this. It looks like completely different. And I have people to tell me, that is not your hair. That is not your hair. Really? And, uh, even at my mom's funeral, I was just so upset because it's my mom's funeral. But a lot of my family members just tugging at my hair, tugging at it, touching it. And it's okay. Just ask me. You want to know if it's right. mine? It's just mine. Go, yeah. I remember coming home straight after her funeral and just coming to the bathroom and washing my hair. And my sister, it was in the wintertime, it was December. And my sister was like, why did you wash your hair? You know, we were going to Walmart. <laughs> I had to wash it because like. <laughs> People snotting and sniffing and crying and then rubbing their hands all through my hair. Like, I've had people's like, that's not yours. That's yeah. not yours. Yeah. And I was just so emotional. And then top it off with that. And I'm just like, I'm going home. I'm going to get relaxed. I'm going to wash my hair and just leave me alone. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I've had that a lot for people to see me one day like this. And then if I do a wash and go, it's like, that's not your hair. Mm-hmm. That afro is not your hair. That's a wig or something yeah it's so, yeah, I get yeah. that a lot yeah what do you identify your hair textures to be 4b 4c uh-oh uh-oh I don't know I identify it as crazy <laughs> <laughs> it just goes where, wherever it goes mm-hmm. like I don't know the type if I, I could take a guess I would say 4b only reason why because when you push it back it's really kind of slick. It kind of slicks back. Yeah. So you're probably like in between that 4A and 4B type stage where me, I'm 4C, but I want to be, I want to say 4D because there's no such thing because my hair is so kinky, coily. And as soon as I wet it, it turns from this to this. Like oh, even yeah. with this, yeah. it's like, I can, I don't want to mess it up, but I can pull it up and I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. that, what is my hair doing? Mm-hmm. But I just love that our hair could do that. I'm very much in love with our hair to the point where I've fallen in love and I don't want to do anything else you know so this is what I want other people to take home with it's like I want you to be you be natural and it doesn't matter where you came from 
you can start and make the change, you know, yeah. transition yourself and then it'll just follow. Like how even with your kids, it's going to follow. And that's a beautiful thing. So keep doing what you're doing, girl. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to close it out and tell people out there, maybe give them some a little bit of advice or share something just to kind of close it out. Okay. Well, I want to let you all know that being natural is not hard. It's not hard at all. It's not some big daunting task. It's not like, oh, I'm going to have to spend hours and hours combing or taming my hair. It's, it's not. It is not hard at all, especially when you get in the groove of it and get used to doing it. Maybe you have to try some different products out because not everything works for everybody, but it is not a hard task. It's actually easy is actually cheaper <laughs> in my book because you don't have to go and pay maybe if you don't want to cut your own ends or clip your own ends or color it or whatever it's a lot easier and cheaper for me because I have three children and I have not paid anybody to do my hair since I've been natural and that's almost four years now so it is not a hard dunting task to be natural and I agree and look how much money you save, you know. Well, Jessica, it's been a pleasure. I mean, I don't know if I could top this one with another one, but I'm going to keep trying. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing them. This was a great educational interview, and I really appreciate you being a guest on Kinky in the Kitchen. Can't wait to follow your story some more and see what good things you're doing and see the different hairstyles that you're going to have going forward. Take care and have a great night. Thank you. That was fantastic. Jessica really came with some jewels. Look for her on social media in the podcast description if you'd like to ask her more questions about her journey or if you'd like to thank her for sharing her stories and inspirations with you. Or maybe you just felt like it helped you in some kind of way and you want her to know. Hit her up. Peace. That's all for today. What feelings are you left with? Do you have questions, thoughts? DM on IG at Natural Born Sister and let's talk about it. Oh, and don't forget to leave us a rating on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. They really help us grow and reach more women who need company on their hair journey. We'll chat it up next week.